What you are about to hear is a dramatic reenactment of a call received by Ghost in the Scene at the trial of Kelly Loeffler. Hello? 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 Who's, who's this? Yeah! Yeah! It is me, Arnold. Arnold? Schwarzenegger, yeah! The governor? Listen! It is me, Arnold. What are you doing? Ah! I'm, I, I'm in trial right now. Yeah, I know. But why? Why are you opening up this big can of worms? It is going to be gross. Ah, they're coming to get you. Who's coming to get me? You know who I'm talking about. Ah. Johnny? Johnny Depp? You opened up his worm can and now he's very angry. Oh God, I, I, I know, I know I opened up his worm can, Mr. Schwarzenegger. What you have to do is get pumped. Get pumped? Pumped. Okay, pump me up. Now listen, I have to go because they're chasing our cars. They're chasing your car? Mr. Schwarzenegger, please no, be safe. No, they're tracing our cars. They're tracing our call. Oh my God, okay. Um, stay in the scene, Mr. Schwarzenegger. Thank you so much for, 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 you know, for, for your help. Okay, ah, I'll be back. everybody welcome back to another week of ghost in the scene we are back in our quarantine zones i'm your host geo i'm back with my co-host rob how are you rob man i have to say what an experience we had last week in trial um you know very feeling very vindicated for the victory but also um it's a lesson on not letting our guard down. You know, we were censored again. You know, it's like they, we keep on winning these cases and it's like they slap us with these subpoenas left and right. Like, you know, I, I know the person are, uh, you know, the person that, that serves you, right? Um, you know, the, we, we know each other very well now. Uh, you know, we've, we've really gotten to connect, but, uh, you know, he's, but at this point, you know, he's having to throw these envelopes at me, like from six feet away. And, uh, you know, we've had to speak a little bit louder to each other. And I, as much as I value the connection is what I'm trying to say. It's very annoying uh, from the point of view of an investigator to feel like we're not being let up on. Uh, and to have our voices shut down. It's like they're holding us six feet away from everybody. It's like an extra layer of quarantine on the truth. And that's the thing that you don't want quarantined is the truth. Because they know it spreads like wildfire. And, you know, it, and it's the cure. And that's the problem. 
is that we're here, we're spouting the cure and they don't like that. And so I understand why they, they did what they did. And we have lawyers, we are lawyers now. So let's, you know, let's just um, let the litigation speak for itself when we get to that, because we will be hearing from our lawyers. They will be hearing from us. So um, Zoom, you got it coming. And the whole gang behind you that you're, you're rolling with now, they made you update your software. That's code. Code is spell. That means you added more spell to your platform. More magic sometimes could be good. Also, sometimes it could be evil. Um, we're not data analysis people. So we're going to let our other people in the scene do the research on that. But let it be known, you know, adding to your platform is extra magic. That is spells. So be careful out there when you are updating anything. You know, read the fine print because they could throw in a ghost into your, your item. You could be updating your toaster and you'll have haunted toast for the rest of your life and even into death. So be careful out there. Um, welcome, welcome one and all. This is a very special episode. We're back to our roots. Rob, it feels good to kind of take off the, the gown and the wig of, you know, the heavy books that we were reading of all of the law and to really shed the skin. And you said it, you know, we are investigators at heart. And that's like kind of like police, but we are more than just that because we don't protect and serve. We merely pull threads, right? I'd make it more like we're tailors um, rather than like a force. And yet, um, it, just like tailors, we pull threads and we also sew things up perfectly. And that's what we're going to do today. We are going to be sewing up many, many threads and figuring out a patchwork of how Hollywood is working, even under the corona conditions. So before we get there, um, let's just talk about our, our personal uh, emotions during this time. Rob, how are you feeling? How am I feeling? You know, these, I'm feeling like, um, wow, it, it's just a powerful time, right? And we've all been, everyone's been saying this for, for a while, but I feel also um, emboldened. You know, this is the kind of things that we've been talking about for years. We've said, people, there's ghosts outside. Be careful when you go outside. And finally, finally, it's like the whole country's finally waking up and realizing that if you go outside, you could get spooked. Mm. You could you could get scared to death out there. So thank you, everyone, for finally getting into the scene. Thank you for letting each other know. It's the only way we can be safe. Um, but we have to be vigilant because, you know, they're finding ways to scare us in our homes as well. We're talking about Zoom and, you know, how much we're math heads. You know, I don't like how Zoom is, is like so close to sounding like boo. It's got the two O's. Mm. Uh, you got Z, the 26th letter of the alphabet. You're, you're, already, you're starting off with two sixes. 
You, then you go to O, which is the 15th. One plus five is six. And then you got That's another it. one on top of it. So, you know, you're already going down a deep, dark path. They end with M, which is the 13th letter of the alphabet. Oh, my God. Add them all together, you get 69. So That's forever. Right. Six forever, upside down and, and right side up. That is amazing. Right there, um, you should win a Nobel for, for, for math. And if you, know, you they've, don't, they've tried to offer me a Nobel every year and I've turned them down because that's not the way I roll. I don't do it mm -hmm. for, for the dynamite that they give you with the Nobel prize. You know, I think that's dangerous. Dy dynamite is very dangerous. And I will say the one thing, like you were saying, you know, thank you for, for finally listening to our advice. People have been using Ouija boards, trying to conjure, astral project, they're trying to speak to the dead. They're trying to, you know, dimension hop. And it's really heartening. Um, but I have seen a lot of people using some pretty, I would say, dangerous methods. And that scares me. You know, not everybody is in the scene that is practicing magic right now. And because of that, we have people hopping into other people's bodies. A legume. I, I saw... Somebody turned himself into a bean on YouTube, and a couple days later, it was taken off. It was taken off because it was too graphic. So this is the kind of thing happening in the era of corona. You have people literally turning themselves into string beans because they're so bored at home. What are we going to do about it? What can, what can Ghost in the Scene do, right? Everybody's you know, having charities, food drives. But my issue is that what if, you know, you're eating food of people that are vegetables right now? You could be. You could be eating your next door neighbor who is just a failed magician because he doesn't listen to our podcast. So I want you to look for faces in all the food that you eat. That's, that's something just like, you, you know, they tell you to wash your hands. Look for faces in the food that you eat. Every time you, eat, you go to take a, a sip of something, look in your, your coffee mug. There could be a face in there screaming, hey, it's me, it's your neighbor, you know? So these are things that extra rules that we have to live by that we're going to give you. And uh, this is a segment. It's called Extra Rules. So, Rob, let, let's give them some helpful tips that we live by that people – you know, like to say that they're well taken care of. Let's be honest, they're not. They're not as safe as they think they are. So how do you stay safe? First and foremost is holy water. Um, you know, I, I pour it on my electronics every single day because mm -hmm. people are worried about coronavirus, you know, out in the world. But they say when you're using technology, the world is at your fingertips, which is exactly the part of your body that shouldn't be touching the world right now. So you need to have some spiritual protection, and that means holy water. Just douse it. Just, just pour all over any electronic that you use before using it. Um, and if it shuts off, if it doesn't work, that means that there was a ghost in there. So you just saved yourself. So... Um, it's good looking out. Don't don't get angry at us when when you break your equipment because that is haunted equipment. Thank us when you break your equipment. Okay, um, here's another great rule to live by: 
always, and I mean always, cook everything for exactly seven minutes. Whether it be cereal, whether it be a glass of water, you need to cook it for seven minutes for it to be safe. And I know that that's going to be hard for some people to get used to the taste and flavor of some burnt stuff. But you need to be – this is not about your mouth. This is about your soul and the safety of integrity of your soul. So, you know, you have to cook everything for exactly seven minutes. Rule number two. Uh, rule number three. Um... Whenever you see people, I know that, you know, quarantine, you still need to get outside and you're going to go, go on a walks and such. Um, you know, keep more than an arm's length from people. You know, it's best to uh, just make the highest pitch noise that you can because uh, you don't want them to get in near you. You don't want, you know, and those higher pitch frequencies too are, are going to be what keeps those evil spirits away as well. And you know, dogs. And dogs, yeah. Because we the jury's still out. We're not quite sure if dogs can catch coronavirus or not at this point. We know um, they but can... we know that they can be that they that they can be haunted. And who knows if it's a werewolf. Oh shit. Right? That's a part person, part dog. Um and I think, you know, they, the person part can get coronavirus. And then if you get bitten, then you're a werewolf. So that's like a virus too. So those dogs, we all, I mean, we have history of, of viruses with dogs. They lick their own butt, and that's gross. So don't pet dogs. Ever. That's, that's rule 3.5. Don't ever pet dogs mm -hmm. that's in the footnote um and we have an, another addendum to that one too you know distance is is important and so you have to remember to keep emotionally distant as well okay so no i love yous during this time no stay as steely as as the statue of liberty as she looks over the country right she doesn't love america look at her disdain right she can't love America because if she loved America, she couldn't do her job. And that's what, that's what really matters at the end of the day. Whether you're able to perform under stressful situations, you can't throw love in the mix. There's a, a story about a doctor who uh, you know, finds a, a, a car accident and they can't perform the surgery because it's, it's their family member. Now, if, that's, if that surgeon was blind, they would be able to do it without an issue. They could do it with, their, with one hand behind their back. So, you know, don't tell me that, you know, love doesn't matter. Love does matter. And sometimes it could hurt your performance. And that it includes catching a virus, sad to say. And it's most important, I'm glad you brought this up to you, because our healthcare workers are the ones putting their lives out on the line they're out there first, and you can't be giving them all these feels, you know? Mm -hmm. People are trying to applaud the social worker, the healthcare workers, I, I mean, and, and yell out their windows, but, you know, that's distracting, you know? And maybe they might, if, if they hear, like, a certain cheers, it kind of sounds like 
you know, spirits sometimes, spirits sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, they go, whoa, they might think there's like ghosts around them and they might get scared and be like, you know what, I'm done doing surgery right now. I'm done treating patients. I'm scared. I'm going to go home. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, or the other way, like you were just saying, like, wow, like, uh, there's just so much emotion. I just feel like I can't do surgery right now because I'm just too full of love and you know I just can't do put myself you know, I'm going home and that's not what we make this because if we are just leave the bodies in the hallway they're gonna start stinking and they're give the rest of us uh the virus eventually so uh that's not good it's not good at all and we have to uh, uh, realize that we live in a world that has consequences for every action that we do, which means that, okay, yes, you want to clap for, for the nurses and for the doctors. And I, I get that that makes a lot of sense, but what you're forgetting is that they still have total focus and if you take away their focus, it's like somebody trying to create, like trying to blow glass, right? And they're using molten glass. If they for a second blow in the wrong direction, they could blow a glass bubble into someone's eye. And that's how you get glass eyes, people. So I know that some people have, you know, um, missing appendages. And this is uh, spiritually what we're talking about. We're talking about having a spiritual glass eye where your third eye is now full of glass and that will mess up your chakra. That will influence the way that you vote. That will influence the way that you recycle. You'll start throwing away pieces of trash that are not recyclable. You'll start doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So this is a slippery so slope. That's all that, that we wanted to, to mention. So those are the rules, new rules that we want to give you. And I think this is a perfect time. Let's take a break. All right, we are back here with Rob, our co-host with the most. How is it going? Yeah, was your was your break good? You know, I I used it to really center my chakras. Um, you know, doing this show at full speed all the time can be unbalancing. We talk about some really intense stuff. We bring up a lot of intense energies. So I hope that you too, uh, our listeners, you guys, gals, X's and Y's, um, really took the time to get to know yourself better. Uh, meditate, journal, um, you know, just think about some things. Uh, we highly encourage that. Because uh, that's what we do as well. It's important to, like we're saying through all this stuff, we throw a lot of heavy stuff at you. So, you know, it's good to put down that baggage a little bit. How was your break, Gio? You know, there's one thing that I do that keeps me centered. It's a, stuff, a heavy thing that I throw. Um, people call it the rock, right? I'm throwing that rock. I got to get my, my dunks in. So I, I, I go outside. I do my 20 free throws. Got to make sure they're all swishes. Um, then I go to the, the three pointer and then I hit 20 of those. Um, then I go just to the board and I hit just 20 one handed, 20 the other handed. 
Um, then I do 20 eyes closed and then I do 20 with just my feet. And that's what really centers me is just hearing that swish over and over again, just that swish, that swish. And, um, there's something that I've been investigating and I, I won't give you the full bit here, but I'll just give you a little bite. Um, the way that sound works is itself a spell, right? I mean, words, right, is, are just compounded sounds. And so that is a spell. So I believe that that swish could be a spell. And there's a movie that I think leads right to the conclusion. So, so we'll get there, but um, I have to rent the movie and I ha the blockbusters are closed. They're not essential. So once the blockbusters are reopened, I'll get the movie and then we can investigate fully into this. But that's Swish. Wow, yeah, exactly. And I just want to give a big, big shout out to Blockbuster because they were ahead of the game on all of this. You know, uh, block, my closest Blockbuster has been closed for years. So they've been social distancing before any of us have been. And I think if we all listened and took their lead earlier, we may have not been where you know where we are and i think it's because they're the keeper of all these you know sacred texts these films you know we watch a lot of movies but blockbuster had all the movies so they had the evidence right there and they they knew about it so you know it's big so props true. to them you know I, I, we tout ourselves as experts but i think we got to tip our cap to you know, the other experts in the field as well. And, you know, that's Blockbuster right here. I, yeah, they deserve their whole salute. We, we might have to do a tribute just to Blockbuster and to Hollywood Video and Suncoast Video. But let's just quickly just unravel that. Blockbuster. Where have you heard Buster before? Um, a Ghostbuster. Uh, yeah. So think about where they got their name from. The Ghostbusters movie blockbusters movies it don't get much simpler than that math heads just uh, nod and just kind of laugh at everybody that doesn't get it so yes once blockbuster opens we we will figure all of, all of this stuff out the sound of the swish we will understand but until then um we have some more vamp news because vampires are encouraged during a time when people are home because they get to get invited, right, uh, to places at night. They are very alluring. So, you know, the, the neighborhood guy who comes over, knocks on your door, and says, hey, I brought a casserole for you, right? And what's funny is you didn't hear them say cat-serole, meaning he made a casserole out of cats. Delicious but disgusting, you know. And he, you ask him, oh, you know, thank you so much. Would you like to come in and have some casserole? Sure, why not? And then the vampire eats you. So a, a, a really great time for vampires to be alive right now, Rob. Then they take your cats and then put them into their next casserole and the whole process starts over. It's a never-ending cycle. So because of this uh, renewed interest in in vampires we have movies like salem's lot coming out another stephen king you know stephen king 
we had a bone, a real big bone to pick with him because he, they keep on making movies out of his, his books. And he made books about, you know, ghosts and killers and interdimensional clowns and vampires. So now they're making a vampire movie thanks to him. And that really chaps my ass because, you know, they just finished with the Twilight movies and I was, you know, I was just recovering. I just got out of therapy for those. And now I'm going to have to go back because of what, what they're doing to me now. Um, not only that, but we're talking about this um, Mo- Morbius movie. Morbius, you know, do you know who Spider-Man is, Rob? I have heard of Spider-Man. Um, I was a little shocked to know that he didn't have eight legs. I only recent found that out recently. Weird. Um, and you know he's kind of a young man. I thought he was going to be older. Um, but yeah, we were introduced recently at um, a paranormal convention, and he's a nice guy. So okay, so you you're the resident Spider-Man expert then. Because, I mean, how many eyes does he have? You know, it's hard to tell because he should have a lot as a spider. Um, But he wears a mask. So it's, or they wear a mask, right? Because I don't know, you know, Guy Girl X, it's, you know, they're they're wearing a mask. Um, But there's, you know, two eye-like markings on their face. Uh, but, you know, that could be hiding who knows how many eyes. Well, whoever this mystery person is, is in the scene. Because apparently this Mor- Morbius character is, is a vampire who has a sworn enemy to Spider-Man. So, you know, you said you met Spider-Man at the paranormal convention. That makes a lot of sense now hearing that he has a sworn enemy a- as a vampire. And what's interesting is that we have somebody who transcends both, you know, art and theater and also music and religion who is playing this vampire. Someone who, if you look at it from far away, I would say looks a lot like a certain Johnny Depp. And what is scary is the fact that this guy was Joker and now he is a vampire. So he has both a Jim Carrey kind of influence, and now he has the Johnny Depp influence. And he has long hair. And you know what that means. He's strong. He's very strong. And there are um, videos of him deadlifting an entire building over his head. So he's very, very strong. So Jared Leto, have you heard of his band 30 Seconds to Mars? They're like a rock and roll group. You know, because rock and roll is the music of the devil, I try to avoid it at Mm. any cost that I can. But as an investigator, I still have to um, seek knowledge about it. So from an academic point of view, yes. I know about 30 Seconds to Mars. And just the um, arrogance 
to 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 think that they can get to another planet in 30 seconds. I mean, we all could if we astral project. Mm. You know, we're all 30 seconds away from anywhere. But, you know, to me, I, I could, it just feels like it's coming from a place of, of arrogance on his part. I, he, I'm sure Jared astral projects all the time. Um, you know, as I'm going out there, you see the traces. But mm. uh, to be just so, you know, flagrant, you know, and just be so kind of cocky about it uh, is something I don't really like. Yeah. And here is what we're going to uh, reveal in this episode is that he has played a trick on humanity in a way that kind of makes my blood boil, um, which is good because that reminds me that I'm a human and not a vampire because blood doesn't boil if you're a vampire. What Jared has done has, has changed the fabric of, of the solar system. Um, what we see as Mars is no longer a complete picture because Jared Leto exploded Mars and took a piece and he brought it to this planet and made an island out of, he terraformed an island. He basically just put Mars into the ocean and all of a sudden there's an island and he calls it Mars island this is the power when you when you get somebody who is at all at once the joker and a vampire this is what you get and for for hollywood casting people i'm putting this on you i'm putting this directly on your shoulders the fact that a piece of mars is all the way on earth is your fault i mean Next time you eat a Mars bar, watch out. You're eating a piece of this planet harvested from Jared Leto. Mm -hmm. And we have the people making the Mars bars are his cult. He moved an entire Mars bars factory to the Mars island. And now they have a chocolate factory. He is becoming Willy Wonka of the 21st century. And that scares me because if you think about who was Willy Wonka in the remake, Johnny fucking Depp. I mean, think about it, guys. If he is not following in his footsteps, he is trying to outdo his footsteps. And that is what's most scary is that we have somebody who has a literal cult making chocolate bars for him. His, his little Oompa Loompas, right? He's claimed to get to Mars in 30 seconds only as a joke, saying, you know, that he exploded Mars and took a piece with him. That's his 30 seconds to Mars, right? And he was the Joker. So, you know, all of the stuff with Margot Robbie, we've talked about, all of the stuff with the ghost of Sharon Tate, he was involved. I mean, Will Smith, he's involved. He's everywhere, and the fact that we haven't really talked about Leto before kind of scares me. Maybe we got our memory wiped. Well, I mean, it's also important to build the body of evidence. Of course, it looks damning now, 
Um, but you know, current site is 2020. Exactly. We have to remind ourselves that. And you know, it's sometimes more dangerous to bring out this information before you get it all lined up, because otherwise, how can you ever be taken seriously? People are like Jared Leto, he's building an island. He's got a chocolate factory. I, I don't, I don't see that. Show me the receipts. Well, here they are. Yeah. Right. We, we scanned them. Um, we sent them to the IRS. So it's in, it's government property. Exactly. It is in the library of Congress and I'm glad that they have it. And we're going to see what Jared is up to. And we're going to see just what kind of, you know, new concoctions he comes up with at the Mars bars factory. We're going to see, you know, if he tries to give himself a haircut to make himself weaker. There's lots of stuff that he could do in the future that we're going to have to track. This is a Johnny scenario. And this is what I feared most was that when we defeated Johnny, that we would then incur the incarnation of another, right? One more powerful. If you guys have watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, th these are those kind of rules. Johnny is an agent of chaos, and when you destroy one leg, another sprouts off in another area. And I am afraid that we might have awoken Jared Leto's dark side. Um, I, have, I don't have much positive things to say other than, you know, we have a lot of tracking to do. We have a lot of investigations, and I'm just glad that we have an extra year to prepare for this movie Morbius because it's been pushed back just like a lot of movies been they've been pushed back and that gives us time to prepare and if if anything we have um an entire coalition to gather before this movie comes out in order to stop Jared Leto from bringing Jupiter drops of Jupiter next i mean who knows what's what's coming next he has the whole solar system at his disposal and he could explode any planet, which means Earth could be next. So, uh, sorry to sorry to scare you guys, but that's just the truth. He's capable. We got to be in the scene, right, Gio? I mean, that's what this is all about. And exactly. I don't think you know. Like we said, this is why we took a break. Um, you know, this is scary news, but this is stuff to hopefully give you all perspective of what's happening and to arm ourselves. Now, we talked about these uh, movie closures, you know, they're, they're postponing movies because they, under the guise of not wanting to infect people, right? Hmm. But if you look at the timelines, if you look at the episodes we drop, and the information we were giving out, they figured out that no one were going to watch these movies anyway because they know that they're dangerous. They, everyone's been listening to our show now, and they know not to see these films. But there's this coronavirus going on, quote-unquote. You know, it might be uh, one big haunting. We'll see. We'll see. Mm -hmm. um, but then they're going to put this out to later. So then 
you know, their goal isn't not to have people not infected. That's the opposite, right? This is classic reverse psychology. They want you to get infected by their ghosts, mm-hmm. right? They're keeping you away from this particular coronavirus ghost so they can give you their vampire ghosts, their werewolf ghosts. They're invisible ghosts. They're troll ghosts. I mean, we still have so much to discuss when it comes to the streaming services and what they're up to and everything that at-home entertainment has, has evolved into. I mean, there's just so much that we could discuss and investigate. And that's what, why you're so lucky to be in the scene because you have people that want to investigate, people that have a passion and a drive and a fire to investigate because, you know, there are some guys phoning it in. There are some news anchors out there that are just collecting their millions of dollars and, you know, throwing it in the garbage because they're just sick of looking at all those zeros, right? Because it reminds them of all the booze that are going past their ears, not us, right? No booze coming out of here. We're ghost friendly and which means that you know people who boo are not allowed on our podcast. Ghosts who boo, I'm sorry. There's a long line out, out the front door. You can't come in, okay? So I just want to tell everybody that we're going to stay hard and strong during this quote-unquote coronavirus, and we're going to find the origin. We've already figured out who predicted it. We've already figured out you know, who has been at the forefront of this whole thing. And now we're going to find out what it, you know, where it came from, how we can stop it, and what we can do in the meantime to hold people accountable that are using this to their benefit. And that's a big uh, thing, you know, to have on our plate, but we can do it because we're literally the strongest corporation there is in this dimension. Maybe not other dimensions yet, but we're getting there. So, you know, stay in the scene, guys. Um, you have a lot to look forward to. And I just want to say um, there is a lot of extra stuff that we're going to be doing on Instagram. So follow that because, um, you know, this show is a launch, you know, a launching point, just like a rocket ship that, you know, attacked Mars and blew it up. This, this whole platform is a launching point. So we're going to show you exactly how faceted we can be and that means stay in the scene and follow us on every platform possible keep your eyes on the screens this is at ghost in the ghost in the scene uh on twitter at ghost in the meme on instagram with underscores in between you know email us at ghost in the scene ghost in the scene at gmail.com you know tell us where how things are in your scene uh, we get thousands of emails a day, but, you know, we go through them all. You know, we have algorithms to tell us which ones are, you know, most important, but we give to every single one. Just know that, you know, sometimes, you know, Al Gore's in the back, um, you know, sifting through these emails at his own pace, um, but know that he does put them on our desk. And that's how algorithms work. Yeah, so um, we look forward to hearing from you guys. And uh, hopefully you guys will look forward to seeing us um, all over the world. And we will see you guys next week. Take care. We love you.